Again, I was thinking the other day that uh, we really missed an opportunity that because th we could have called this like Throwback Thursday or I mean, I'm just going to keep playing off the TBT yeah. Throwback Thursday hashtag every time <laughs> we post anything on uh, on any of our social accounts, which we now have Instagram. So if you're yes. an Instagram person and you want to get clips and I think we're going to start maybe doing some like fun memes and gifts and things because why not? So you can follow us we on should, Instagram. Yes at VHS pod, if you, uh, at VHS club pod, if you go just at VHS club, there's an awesome account that you should also follow. Yes. But if you want to find us, we are at VHS club pod, but hello, happy Thursday. Hey, Nat. Hi, happy Thursday. <laughs> so a little recap from last week. Ooh, a I was at my brother's this weekend. Are we throwing it back to was... Thursday? <laughs> throwing back, back to, to Thursday, Thursday. literally. Yeah, yeah. I, and I was like, Andrew, my brother, which of the three movies that we Ooh. discussed last week, the three scary movies, so yep. we discussed Scream, I Know What You Did Last Summer, yep. and The Faculty. He's yep. like, which one was, I said, which one is the scariest? Because we asked. And he's like, <laughs> oh, for sure, Scream. He's like, because it was all new, you know, like it was bringing uh, back like okay. the slashers, same as me. And I was like, okay, because I'm like, what do you think about the faculty? Because Katie and one of our <laughs> listeners were like, oh, the faculty was the scariest. He's like, no, that one was hilarious. I'm like, I I am with right? you that it was funny. I am with you that it was funny. I think it's the it's the like <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to fight you on this. I think that Scream oh, no, is brilliant. Sure. I think Scream is the yeah. best of the three movies. Yes. I think that the faculty is creepy and there's like something about the yeah, like gross nose like yeah creepiness yeah. factor that's just like yeah. scarier to me <laughs> like i find that scarier than like i can't help but laugh when ghostface runs and his little cape swivels <laughs> I, can't, I can't i find it funnier the more times i watch it it'll be interesting yeah. to see what uh how i feel in the newest screen that's coming out i think like yes. very soon here if not already out. i think the premiere just happened just, didn't it? yeah i feel like i saw all the tiktoks with the, like yeah. tickets are on sale now but i i think a lot of what makes scream and and i mean really like any of the slasher flicks less scary to me is yeah. that we watch them as a group and there is something to be said about watching like a horror movie of any of any generation in a group because yeah. if you're in the group that we are often in, that, there's like <laughs> sarcastic, like ridiculous comments. Like you're about to be scared, 
And then Nat's like, oh my God, did you see that guy in the background? And you're like, you're, you're just like snapped out of it. And it's funny. See that guy it, tripped. Yeah. And it totally takes away the fear. Whereas the creepiness and like grossness. Yeah of of faculty like like things getting like stabbed in people's eyes and like blowing up and like and like yeah like these things like sucking into people's ears that just, i don't know yeah creep maybe maybe it's not scarier it's creepier maybe i'll go with creepier creepier I just felt like scarier scream i'll go with that oh like what was wrong with my brother and i like how did we grow up that we like pretty much everybody else agrees that the faculty is scarier but my brother and i both without having talked about it since it came out, our instant reactions were like, that movie was hilarious. It was funny. Like, I don't, like, it is, it, it is reviewed yeah. as being, like, a sarcastic, funny, like, dark comedy, yeah. really. I mean, it's like a dark comedy. I just horror. thought it was adorable. <laughs> All right, listeners, so oh. today we are talking about we are, She's All That. We are going all in on She's All That. I love this. I love this picture because it's like four ninety nine dollar bin listeners. If you if you are listening and not watching, we always have the the VHS copy of the movie we're discussing on screen with us. And the one I was gonna, I was almost not gonna use this one because it's got a price tag on it. But the four ninety nine just really speaks to me. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I feel it. Classic, <laughs> classic. I will say before we the, even jump those in, those orange stickers too. Yeah, the orange price tag stickers. This movie, unlike. Um, I know what you did last summer, which is, you know, the last Freddie Prince Jr. movie we talked about. Uh, this movie made an absolute killing on opening weekend and like and lived up to every expectation. And still I'm trying here to hang on. I got to move around here and see my my total numbers. It's still something like top nine, I think, of. of um, yeah, it is. It is still the ninth highest grossing teen romance film. And keep in mind, in that category, wow. Twilight owns the top five spots. So it's like, it's actually less, it's less than nine because Twilight shouldn't own top, how does it own five spots? Anyway, Twilight apparently. So there's five movies, Katie. Yeah. Five movies, one story. Yeah, we're like, what? Anyway, that aside, that aside. But anyway, so. That's a very, whole other conversation. <laughs> top, 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 top grossing film. So this one, like really defined a generation and made an insane amount of money and it's still you and i were talking right before we jumped on like not to give away the reviews or ratings at the end, at the end <laughs> but it's still just like again there's you know re-watching these movies and re-watching this one like i still like feel this deeply this is yes. how i thought so Nat and I went to high school in in Montreal, which is not, no. not the she's all of that high school experience. You guys, not, not no that experience. Most of my notes while watching this are like, does this really happen is in American schools? Life? This is it's just from American movies, right? Yeah. Like none of this is real. Yeah, this <laughs> defined like my belief in what American high school was like, and made me yeah. just intensely sad that I did not go to this school. I'm like. I could be these characters. <laughs> like I could like the fact that they had a school radio, like they have like like I mean, let's put aside right? that Usher is that... like in charge of their school radio, but they have they have a school radio and they have like they had framed photos of like the the like student body president and like the captain of the soccer team and whatever else on the walls in this ridiculous I don't know that I even had school. Do you remember when we were kids? 
when we were in high school, there was that huge teacher strike for like oh yeah four years, yeah. five years. Yeah, no sports. We no so sports we had we didn't we didn't have student body. Nope. We didn't have yearbook. We didn't have like we had nothing. Like I mean, yeah. we had a yearbook, but like yeah. only in our graduating year and. Yeah. And like, but we didn't have any of this stuff, but that was because there was a huge teacher strike. Yeah. At the show. yeah, there was no prom king, no field trip. queen, no, none of this. This is all imaginary. That I'm surprised in- we even had a prom. It's not a very, it's a very American concept. It's it so, really is. It's so sad to go to high school in Canada, you guys. No, but I, I do well, think like. I mean, we had formal dances, which I actually liked our winter formal way better oh. than I liked prom have a winter formal get out of town that's crazy yeah i'm already i'm jealous of your school then I, my school's lame. no I, your catholic I, school of all like of all of the schools like of all of the movies that took place in high school i feel like this one was the yeah. one where i was just like i want to go to there <laughs> i want yeah, to i sure. want to go to there i'm sure it would be awful and i would totally be laney boggs what a terrible name but i'm sure that but, i would totally be her but it would it, worth it for me did you there is a pop cultural pop pop culture reference of why she's called Lainey Boggs. Oh no, I didn't catch that in my fun facts. Do you tell yes. Me? She's named after two different Winona Ryder characters. Oh Lainey from Reality Bites. Oh and Boggs. I can't remember. Oh, Boggs. It was a different It was a different Sorry guys. Character. I didn't look that I <laughs> I looked it up. I don't remember the fact. <laughs> That's a pop culture (laughs) reference in this movie that her name's Lainey Boggs um, because she's named after Winona Ryder characters. Yeah. Who was also a teen, like, high school actor, like, icon. Yeah. Yeah. Though a little bit before. Yeah. Yeah. So, I love this movie. One thing. One thing about this, watching it or rewatching it now, I'm like, what the rich kid school was this? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Now that like, I'm rewatching yeah. it, absolutely. You're like, A, it is clearly a like yeah. privileged, spoiled, like, rotten brat. Like, even... like Hollywood, LA kind of school. <laughs> exactly. Because, and like, all these kids, like, they do mention that the kids are all rich and that Lainey seems to be on a scholarship. Yeah. And it also, it's very, uh, so. It's or they very... hinted it. Veronica Mars vibes where it's like Lainey so Lainey Boggs is the main character well one one of the yeah. main characters uh and there's like it's played by the character is played by Rachel Lee Cook and there is no way on God's green earth that she could ever be considered geeky or ugly or anything so oh yeah so she's all pretending she's supposed to be the ugly yeah. kid that like no she's one supposed would... to be the ugly duckling yeah. and awkward I'm like she's just clumsy yeah I'm like she's she, they put glasses on her beautiful porcelain doll of a face <laughs> and give her a really bad wig when she has long hair before the makeover yeah i'm like that that doesn't even that horrible wig didn't make her ugly yeah i'm what sorry I, she's beautiful <laughs> what i love about this storyline is that so she's she's supposed to be this ugly duckling freddie prince jr and paul walker which breaks my heart to see him again but paul walker and freddie prince jr and and the guy from Psych, who I'm not even going to give you his name because he's just the guy from Psych. <laughs> the three of them make this this pact, this bet that Freddie Prince Lee? Jr., who has just been dumped by his girlfriend, can't find another equally hot prom date in time for prom, right? So it's like, it's supposed, the, the premise of this movie is supposed to be that, like, Freddie Prince Jr. is a jerk and Rachel Lee Cook is ugly. And I don't believe 
either of those things, well, and yet I still love this movie. The premise is that he's popular. Yeah. But he's supposed to be like, kind of like a jerk. He agrees do... to make a bet, though. So he's like kind yeah. of a jerk. But then every other moment from literally that point on, he's <laughs> the nicest person ever. Like, he's just he's like very sympathetic. Jr. being super nice. And she's like Rachel being super hot. And I'm I'm on board for it, even though it yeah. totally ruins the point of the movie. Completely. It does. But it, it doesn't really matter. I mean, like, she's supposed to be, she's an art student. And yeah. she's like she's clumsy and she's artistic and she comes from a, a single parent household because her mom passed away from cancer when she was younger and and so she's kind of responsible for the house and so she has a lot of like reasons to be a pariah from the social scene yeah. in high school because she she has real life stuff to deal yeah. with. So she's at least her character. Awesome. Yeah, she's yeah. like I, the one thing I really love about this one is that unlike can't hardly wait which we covered and i mean and even really a lot of the movies that are in this era maybe with the exception of 10 things i hate about you but I, i'm trying to think like other she she comes across as just like a badass strong female protagonist like she remains yes. like no nonsense understands herself does not care what other people think she's like not but really hurting as a result of it like she she doesn't like become a better person by like by going through this makeover process. Like she yeah. maybe a little bit like by knowing him because he's just way well, too nice for his character. He does but, open like... her up. He does open her up. So one of the things that he meant he notices of her and uh, is that she's very closed off, and she her best friend off, yeah. keeps saying like, "Oh, you're so closed off. Like just give him a chance. Maybe this guy really likes you." and he does open her up a lot and it changes her art and her teacher at the end gives her affirmations that her art has really improved. It's the best work she's ever seen. And all of her art college applications got glowing reviews. And so he does open her up. So her kind of thing is that she's very closed off, but she doesn't think... really change her personality though, which is really no. nice. Like it, I feel like yes. a lot of the other movies in this time period and certainly earlier, like they, they're like, you know, she they have to was flip a full switch. Yeah, she was like she was bitchy, and now she's like opened up and is nicer. And it's like, nope, she still remains like strong, weird, artsy, persnickety. <laughs> yeah, persnickety, and like, and that's fine. Like he kind of meets her halfway, which I just thought was a, yeah. a nice change from a lot of the other movies that are in yes, this space. Definitely, um, it doesn't her opening on line side of it. Yeah, her opening line in this was something about like global warming and they didn't we didn't use the word global warming necessarily or we started using the word global warming around them yeah like it was or no global climate change is what we didn't use then anyways so like she you can see she's kind of like she has all these like social causes she's into like saving the environment and her and her best friend every time they talk it's like he he really wanted to have a snack and he's like but i couldn't because the company that's the parent company of that oh, makes the snack and is affiliated with this they kill dolphins <laughs> like, <laughs> they're like, yeah yeah they're very like social conscious and, and um yeah so she's very she's portrayed as a very strong character right off the bat yeah and there are nine million cameos in this movie so like all of the other movies that we've watched up until this point, like 
yeah. these movies are iconic in the so far the mass majority of movies we've we've covered i think all of them actually have been teen teen movies so we haven't yet done yeah. any of the kind of adult <laughs> we'll get there but we haven't yet done any of the adult 90s movies um because we just are enjoying reliving our youth but <laughs> but it, it's yeah. amazing how many of the actors that you see i mean actors and musicians and you know icons that you see in this movie it, who were not recognizable or any kind of names then yeah. i mean you know um you have obviously Freddie Prince Jr. You have um, Matthew Lillard. You have Anna Paquin. Um, Asher is in it. Lil Kim is in it. Lil <laughs> like, Kim is in it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, like, it just. Uh, I love that Sarah Michelle Gellar is in it. Apparently, she didn't want yeah. to say anything. She was just like there visiting her boyfriend, now husband, and she was like, "All right, I guess I'll sit in the background." She's like, "I'm not going to say anything. I don't want to steal any thunder." But she's in it. Apparently, um, it was filmed on the Walker. same campus as Buffy. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, which is why she was visiting him on set. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I watching it, I was like, little Kim and <laughs> Usher have like real full names. Like they have last names. <laughs> exactly. They're not like, like oh, yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, she apparently was, uh, little Kim was actually, was like somewhat famous at that time. It said that she was. She um, was, yeah. I don't know if she was like the highest paid or not, but she was the one that like showed up in like a limo to, to set and like cle clearly had all of the money and was like the the name that all the rest of the actors were like. Oh, well, she was a rapper, like pop icon. You're yeah. like, yeah, she was already. This I think was her acting debut. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was. Uh, oh, Gabrielle Union is in this. So yeah. I wanted. To she ask looks you... the same. Can we just say Gabrielle Union <laughs> is the female Paul Rudd? She, she hasn't aged. She is the female Paul Rudd. So I wanted to ask you this because I, I vividly, and I'm probably just making this up. It's probably just in my head, but throughout the entire movie, every time I looked at her, I, I am picturing in my head a scene with her from a nineties era ish horror mm -hmm. film. And I was like, it, for sure. Is Wasn't she, she in Halloween H2O? I wanted, no, well, I looked it up and I couldn't find, I like, was like, Gabrielle yeah. Union horror movie. Like, I couldn't seem to find, and I feel like she was hmm. in, like, I still know what you Urban did last Legend? summer. Urban Legend? Yeah, like, one of those, but I couldn't find her listed in any of them, and I'm like, I, I really don't think I'm confusing. Like, like you said, she has such a, a distinct face well she's i remember when we <laughs> we went to see this in theaters so yeah. i remember sitting in the theater watching this and being like why isn't she taylor like i always had it in my head like she was more famous at the time and i'm like yeah. oh she still is but like i was like if she's the more like known actor why isn't she playing like the veronica the mean girl yeah. like taylor the ex-girlfriend you know yeah. i always thought that was confusing to me i was like but that's Gabrielle Union. <laughs> She's <laughs> the prettiest person there. <laughs> like, yeah. why isn't she the main character? But her character in this was fantastic. Yeah, no, yeah. So she's like the, the popular. Let's pretend that she's ugly for a few hours. Yeah. Like, let's, it's, let's really again, play not it possible. <laughs> so her character in in the like, I guess the popular clique of this high school. There's Freddie Prince Jr., who's Zach, a uh, Paul Walker, Dean. Um, now I can only think his name is uh, Dulé, yeah. but I can't remember his character's name. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, and then there is um, Gabrielle Union. Yeah. 
and her click and like three other girls mm-hmm. and she when zach brings laney boggs out to the beach and he sees his friends i love that he immediately apologizes he's like oh god my friends are assholes i'm so sorry i'm really apologizing i know he's like he's self-aware nice he's really nice yeah and then when they all settle down and the girls are like getting ready to 10 and one of the guys comes up hey you want to play volleyball and like right away Gabrielle Union's like yeah I'll come play with you like because Lainey's like sure I'll play like you know I run like a girl because I am a girl but I'm still gonna play because why not that'll be fun and she immediately is on Lainey's team like she she doesn't like ostracize any of her friends she doesn't she just immediately accepts Lainey into the group and it's just really nice she also nominates her for prom queen yeah they're like they're (laughs) I, I know that this is just like a, a teen movie and is not like yeah. a huge deal or going to win any kind of awards or whatever. But there there is a really like just level of nice authenticity of like how you wish things like actually were. Like, yes, it is horrible that he has made this like outrageous bet, uh, you know, against her, which really <laughs> in the grand scheme of things isn't that big of a deal. Uh, while watching this with Dane, he immediately pointed out, he was like, there's no weight. There's no like, what is the wager? Like, what do they win or lose? lose? Which they don't at all mention until the very end. And for a while, I yeah, like, we find out there, at the end. Maybe there is no, <laughs> no like prize or, or <laughs> failure for it. I was like, I'm trying to like. Which I love out. in that scene where Paul Walker and Freddie Prince Jr. are arguing. And uh, Dulé says like, Look, I know we all have big jimmies, but let's just stop fighting and move on from this. I'm like, big jimmy. Like, and there's a couple of like lines in the movie where they, like, you know, like any normal person, teenager will swear, and they don't. And yeah, I'm like, no I'm wondering if they saved that for that scene, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I was, at first, I was like, were they not allowed to swear in this movie? But then I'm wondering, because they, she does, when she finds she out that it was yeah. all a bet. Yeah. And the, like that iconic, like, I was a, was I a fucking bet? Yeah. I'm like, I wonder if nobody swore in the movie to lead up to that impact yeah. of that moment. Yeah, it's possible. It's possible. <laughs> I read, um, they had done a reunion, like sort of interview a few years back, Freddie Prince Jr. and Rachel A. Cook. Mm-hmm. And she said that scene where she yells, am I a fucking bet? Freddie Prince Jr. at the time was so like emotional scene. about it that he actually was tearing up and he was like really really upset about the whole scene and she's like she's like it just made him the most lovable endearing person to me <laughs> I, was yeah. like, oh. I know that he's only like i don't know like six or seven years older than us but like i feel like he's like he's maybe like he's america's dad junior he's like he's like mini tom <laughs> hanks where i feel like he could step into that role he's just like yeah seems to be just a genuinely nice person i i i yeah. read that it, like they actually obviously had this this whole movie written before they they started hiring actors to play in it but i guess once they decided that they wanted him in this role they made a bunch of rewrites to the character because the character in the screenplay to make him nicer was too mean and they were like we yeah can't. Freddie Prince Jr. doing this he's too likable I like but also it wouldn't have been plausible necessarily in the end do you know who I think one of the one of the rewriters like one of the script doctors for this was M. Night Shyamalan yeah I heard that it was like the yeah the, yeah back and forth I love I always want to know like how accurate some of these these like facts are or the well apparently the um the production company 
like came out and was like, yeah, yeah, he really did. Because the other writer who wrote the original script was like, no, Emma, Emma Shemlin had nothing to do with it. And yeah. then the producers were like, actually, they're both right. Like they just didn't know that they both wrote this movie. I mean, I'm on board for M. Night Shyamalan doing more romance movies. <laughs> I think it could be a He's really a good, good writer. I think it could be a really good path for him. Always puts it. in a good twist. I absolutely love it. I'm looking, I'm looking through some of my... I wrote, like, um, like live one-line notes. I know that you do the same thing, that, But I, I yeah. love that at, one of the ones at the absolute beginning was, is spring break actually a thing in American high schools? These kids, <laughs> some of them went to Europe. Like, some of them went to, what, like, what? little Florida, I guess, like... What is it? Daytona? All the kids go. I don't to? And even like, remember having a spring break. Did we have spring break? Like I feel like we had. We had reading week, week or study college. break. Was do we have things like that in high school? I really don't remember that in high school. I, I remember reading I, break in, in college. We? Yeah, at yeah. university we had, but it was a study break. Yeah, it was. Yeah, like, it was literally called reading week. It was because like <laughs> it was like yeah, reading. and I think at Concordia was called. We went to rival universities in Montreal, by the way, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we were not allowed to have our spring breaks at the same time because no. um the ski hills around here just didn't like yeah. us hanging out together also, it, it was, just became again, too rocket. it was like study break or reading week and at least yeah we also had all of our midterms yeah i was gonna right say the midterms the were like right, right after but yeah i was amazed that it was that spring break was a real thing and then of course yeah. i absolutely i never watched the real world but like it was absolutely so incredibly iconic <laughs> during this time period that i was like brock from the real world just was oh like, my god it was it was such a a throwback to like i don't know to pretty in pink to like it was like brock your name is brock from <laughs> the real world like i couldn't even come close to take it. i literally laughed out loud okay when like, fantastic so when taylor which is Zach's girlfriend gets back from spring break. She and the girls were off in Florida yeah. and she gets on, she does like a guest appearance on this reality TV show or, or bumps into a star from this yeah, reality from TV show. Brock. Yeah. So then she comes back and she's like, you know what, babe, we're just like, I'm done. Like we're breaking up and it's totally fine. And you know, like it's about time. And, and then she does this line where she's like, Oh, oh no you thought we were going to like still be together before we went away to college she's like oh, you oh, did, that's so didn't cute you? yeah exactly <laughs> it's totally Which... the reverse of can't hardly wait where the guy yeah. is like needs to break up with his girlfriend before college so yeah. that he can sleep with all of the college girls it's like the hilarious reverse of that it is and then it's funny because later in the movie when brock finally dumps taylor he pulls the exact same line on her he's like oh you really thought we would still be together before i left to go this do this new reality tv show he's like, oh that's so sweet <laughs> so she gets her come up but so when so matthew lillard plays brock he pulls up after she just dumps her her boyfriend she's already clearly dating brock and he gets out of his like fancy flash car. He has his like theme song, like mm -hmm. blasting on the stereo, and they have this ridiculously funny makeout scene. Like they make out, but it's like a parody of a couple making out with way too much PDA. Yeah, it, they're both I... in it just for people watching them. They're not in it for the actual. Oh my god, it was so... for the actual relationship. No. So. In the movie then, so Zach makes this bet, he gets dumped, or he makes the bet because he gets dumped, his 
quote unquote best friend, which we can talk about in a bit, is very debatable whether they are even actually friends. <laughs> um, that's him picks Lainey Boggs, the clumsy, artsy weirdo. And he decides to go and ask her out. Um, it doesn't really work. So he decides instead, he realizes if he just flat out asks her out, it's not going to happen. So he finds his way in with her by saying like, oh, I really want to learn more about art. And you're like the best artist at the school. So teach me about it. So she invites him to a... An art show, and I'm like, Katie disappeared. Sorry, listeners, I stuttered because Katie vanished off our screens. <laughs> so he goes to this art show, and after this extremely strange um, uh, um, movement piece, I don't know what it would actually be called, but she's involved in this piece, and he's like, everybody applauds. And then she calls him up on stage. Basically, she's trying to call him out on his BS, and is like, hey, like, you know, like, uh, we have a new budding artist in the audience, like, come and join us up on stage. And you can see he really doesn't want to do it. But he also knows that if he wants to get in with this girl, he has to do it. So then there's this classic scene where he has a hacky sack in his pocket. And he uses it as a commentary piece. Katie's back. Viewers. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Katie's gone. Having one of those I days. spoke too soon. Spoke too soon. <laughs> keep going so he pulls out his hacky sack and he's like kicking it up and doing hacky sack playing hacky sack and he uses it as a commentary about how difficult it is to be popular because everybody's always watching him and have expectations of him and it actually is quite successful and you can see that's his first chink in her armor you know (laughs) like he is a little in um And then eventually he brings her out to a party after the beach date. And that's when she has her makeover. Um, In the scene, she says she can't go to the party because she has to clean the house. So he gets the whole junior varsity soccer team to come and clean the house for her. Yeah. And I love it because there's another cameo in it. The Milo Gilmore girls, what's his face is in it. Yeah. I saw that. I was like, wait a second. I didn't know that. I absolutely love that scene because in the scene, so she's she's lied to him and has told him that she can't possibly go to this party because she has to clean the house. And she's kind of done it in this way that's like clearly, like she's like I can't I I uh, have to clean. My oh, she's house. a terrible liar. Like she's a terrible she's liar. She's a terrible liar. She's, she's yeah, clearly just knows. like getting out of it. So she's she's there. Her dad, who is hands down my favorite character in this movie, he's adorable and like the nicest. Kevin Pollock, yeah. yeah, just adorable. He's sitting on the couch like. He's a pool, you know, he owns a pool cleaning business. So he's just like, you know, he he's in his like casual clothes on the couch and he's watching Jeopardy and he is answering every answer to every question out loud incorrectly. Like, and not completely just like kind wrong. of incorrectly, like completely wrong. And for about 10 or 15 minutes, like Zach comes in, he brings the entire varsity team with him. They're yeah. wandering around cleaning and like Zach's younger sister, who's also a drunk, probably my second favorite character. The backup character is incredible in this, but she comes in with him to do all of all of Rachel's hair and makeup, so all of Lainey's hair and makeup, and yeah. like help her into this dress, and like, and they go upstairs, and the dad is still just watching Jeopardy, like not registering that there's anyone around, still answering all the questions <laughs> wrong, and then one of the soccer players 
answers the Jeopardy question correctly while the dad answers it wrong. And he looks up and is like, who are you people? <laughs> it, it is like, it takes him a good 15 minutes to acknowledge that there are other yeah. people in the, in the house with him, which is just absolutely fantastic. And I, between that and then the, the moment of, and I don't know about you, Nat, but like, there's something that's just so ingrained in my head. Maybe this is like totally anti-feminist of me, but ingrained in my head of like, of just like, Someone that goes out of their way to facilitate you being able to do something that you kind of wanted to do, yeah. but we're trying to get out of it. Like, not only does he show up, but he shows up, yeah. he solves the problem, still helps like her clean the house, which she probably didn't even need to do anyway. But he comes with like a dress he wants to see her in and like, and like his sister to help her with her. Like, it's just so Well, a dress sweet. his sister picked out, let's be honest. Sure, but it's <laughs> yeah. like, it's this really, really cute dress. Yeah. And I love that like when they get to the party, his horrible ex-girlfriend is also wearing a red dress, but it's just like nowhere near it. Like hers it, is it's this, way Yeah, right? It's yeah. like this comparison between the two of them. And, she, you know, and obviously like Lainey is super sweet and nice and wonderful. And Taylor is just like awful for and me, care less, right? That she's there. But for me, it's that scene when, when the sister is like, okay, we're ready. We're ready for... Um, like to to present the new makeover Lainey the grand reveal and yeah. she's like Lainey Lainey Boggs get your cute butt down here and you see she's slowly descending the stairs for me it's the look on his face and you yeah. can see him like struggling to breathe like <laughs> oh that moment that's the moment like that's yeah 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 that it's moment is amazing. pretty awesome and then of course she trips and it had wonderful like she tripped six and pence and the richer song was at that moment too yeah which apparently blew that was up the iconic yep. song from this movie yeah yeah, yeah it's absolutely fantastic so I... the the party that they go to has one of my well two really good scenes one of my favorite scenes in this whole movie um the really good scene with is with her and clay duval in the bathroom who's like the bitchy like art, art student, girl rich art like student. i guess mean girl but back <laughs> yeah. then we would have said the veronica like she was so, sorry sorry any you listeners know, like... whose names are veronica or heather i'm sure you're lovely sorry. but your name is sorry, um, we become defined as the mean one <laughs> i said veronica i meant heather um that's from another movie the heathers which is the original inspiration for the mean girls movie if you haven't seen the original Heathers, it is a very, very dark satire yeah. uh, high school teen movie. It's phenomenal. So so this girl, we'll call her Heather because I can't remember her name, is in the bathroom and she's puking her guts out because these kids, by the way, these teen teenagers in this movie are constantly drunk on drugs and having very adult sex. Okay. <laughs> yes. And I, like I, the cars that are in, I know that the, that these are like wealthy teenagers and this oh, is not kid. the only like wealthy teenager, rich kid scene in any movie. Like they're, no. they're in every movie, but like but the value so of the cars in the parking lot, like as they're casually walking up to this party, you're like, what, cost what do house? your parents do guy from psych? Because I don't understand like, like how, like, and his, he doesn't even say like that his parents are out of town or like it was it's yeah it was just ridiculous i was like who are you are you a drug dealer like i don't understand I, like a lawyer for someone very important yeah i couldn't for a drug dealer for a, lawyer, for a drug dealer? yeah so 
uh, Heather's puking out her guts in the bathroom and Lainey is actually all super sweet and she's like, do you need help? Do you want me to do anything for yeah. you? And she still acts super mean to her and tries to tear her down. Yeah. And so Lainey slams bathroom door shut while she's still in there. And then we find out a little bit later... Um, so the girl passes out on the bathroom floor after having, you know, alcohol poisoning, because yeah. that's what 17-year-olds normally yeah. anyways. Yeah. <laughs> we were not that kid in high school. <laughs> so, so she leaves the bathroom after a period of time. And then we find out later, Clea Duval, Heather, whatever, she comes out of the bathroom and her face is painted like a clown. Yeah. It's pretty fantastic because it's both artistic amazing. and wonderful. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And uh, so Clea DeVal's character and all of her little posse, like her little artsy popular girls click, they're all painting clowns in art class. Like you see that earlier in the movie where they like just are literally all painting the same clown. Yeah. So this was like Lainey's like revenge. Like you, you are a clown. And anyways, I thought that was a great moment. I know. Um, and I, I love it because like almost immediately after that moment, it's pretty clear that like Lainey is stuck in this situation where she doesn't want to be at this party. And it's like, it's not, it's not her yeah. people, even though like, obviously like she, I think there was some excitement in, in getting invited and being cool. She's dealing with like yeah. the really evil popular girl. There's like, it's all just overwhelming. But I just thought it was so sweet that after an iconic dance mob scene <laughs> like anything else, which we should talk about in a second. After that amazing scene, she's just like, I want to go home. And he's like, no problem. I respect your decision. Yes. I'll drive you home. And like his, his ex-girlfriend tears her yeah. down, embarrasses <laughs> yeah. her, pours her drink all over her silk dress, like douses this poor kid in a beer. Yeah. Mocks her in front of everybody and is like, "Oh, are you gonna cry?" And she runs out. She trips. He runs right after her. Yeah, he's right I'm after. Like, what and guy he's just ever? Like, let's go. Like, 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 let's go. I like. He's got so, you. Yeah, he's just like the nicest. Per- There's no like moment where he's like stays and kind of is like, "Wow, I can't believe like my friends and you know my crew did this." He's just like, "We're out of here." <laughs> There's no moment in this no. movie where I actually thought he was a bad guy. Yeah, he's no. just too, it, he's almost it didn't too nice happen. For this entire movie, he's too nice for this entire movie. But uh, yeah. but yeah, let's talk about the dancing because it is incredible. Okay. That song is still like every time I hear that song, I still think Give of that dancing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Matthew Lillard, Brock, and Taylor like crash into this party already wasted which i'm like how did they get there did they have a cab ride did they i have this wasted he drove they show up (laughs) this is my adult brain being like so many things are wrong here (laughs) he is wearing this okay so i used to work at a clothing store in the 90s called bootlegger and we legitimately sold like I sold this outfit to so many people. Okay. So it's this, there was these men's like oversized baggy button down short sleeve shirts with a collar. Mm -hmm. Um, but they were like, they were made out of plastic, but they were, um, they look, they were lame. Okay. They were like sort of liquid silver. And then he had on these like fake leather, like patent leather, silver pants Mm -hmm. and the classic, like 
white men's undershirt. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the kids are calling it nowadays, but we will not repeat what we called it because that's yeah. horrible. Yeah. And he's wearing a puka shell necklace. Yeah. He is the epitome of like 90s, early aughts douchebag. I love him. Yeah. Yeah. And they have this like wonderful, ridiculous dance scene. And that's not even the only dance scene that happens that's at this party. That's not the only dance scene. It's he not just like... crashes this party and like makes everybody stop what they're doing or what they're listening to to put on his theme song to embarrass his girlfriend. Like, yes. He's a full-on narcissist in this. Oh yeah, yeah. It's clear. That I it's love. Be there's over one scene where soon. him and his and Taylor are in bed, and she's trying to get a little frisky with him, and he's rewatching his own episode of his reality TV show, and he's reenacting everything that he does. Oh my god, it was so funny. Yeah, that... Anyways, Matthew Lillard was a comedic genius. Matthew I'm Lillard is, is a comedic genius. But yeah, that dance scene is incredible. And then the other dance scene is Functional Brother. Oh, and, they, and they do an entire, like, the whole school has memorized the same dance and does it. And I, I remember vividly, like, watching this and being like, this is what school dances are going to be like. <laughs> no. Like, no, never, never like My this. prom was not like that. Not um, like so I had questions. I had questions back then, and I have questions now about that dance scene. Um, okay, it was very cool. Usher was the DJ. He gets everybody dancing. It's Fat Boy Slim yep. is the song. It's, it's, uh, or the band. Yeah. I forget what the song is called. I think but it's just called walking. Funk, funk Soul Brother, isn't it? Or Funk, funk, funk Soul, Soul Brother. Brother. Fat yeah. Boy Slim was the band. Yeah. yeah um, so, right. <laughs> so, okay, where did they all learn the choreography? Was it oh, mandatory yeah, no, to yeah. go to prom? Was it something that they, like, was it an extracurricular activity after school? Oh, right. School? That was at prom. I keep thinking that that was at the party, but that's not at the party. That's at prom. No, either. that's at prom. All right. All I'm right. like, how, how did they all prep for this at prom? Was this like a year-long thing? Did they bring in choreographers for this? Like, I don't know, but I'm on board with it. Even though it is it was amazing. zero sense, I am there for it. I'm just like... No, I love it. it. Especially in a teen movie, you need some kind of montage, you know, yeah. like... Which they do. They have like a little volleyball montage um, earlier in the movie. And then and a, a dance scene. A random, inexplicable dance scene. Yep. Which was amazing. Yep. Led by Usher. Yep. Amazing. And you could yep. tell that everybody in this high school graduating class <laughs> was a professional dancer, by the way. Because this was no joke choreography. Oh. I forget who did the choreography, but he was... Um, he is a famous choreographer, and he was on So You Think You Can Dance. He was one of the choreographers on that yeah, for a while. Yeah. yeah. I forget his name, but um, he was amazing. <laughs> well, I skipped ahead, so I'm sorry. We, we can go back. But That's the okay. Was just too, I was like, dancing, yes. <laughs> but, but if we go all back, so she has a horrible time at this party. And then from this party, now all of a yeah. sudden she's, you know, there's, there's a schism between them. They, she doesn't know what to do. But yet... What I love about it is that I'm looking at the wrong camera. What I love about it is that she keeps the, um, she keeps the, she keeps the look right. So, I mean, obviously she's not going to grow yeah. back her hair, but she's like, the glasses gets, don't come back rid, on. Yeah. She gets rid of the glasses and she's now just like a hot art student. Who's now moderately cheesed off that she's been dragged through this entire situation. And he's like yeah. frustrated and doesn't know what to do to be able to get her back. And it's kind of fantastic to like, kind of watch them go back and forth. But one of the ways he wins her back, which I think is amazing, and again, like, a favorite scene is that her brother, who's, like, 
the cutest, nicest kid in this, played by Kieran Culkin. And her it's... brother is being picked on by, you know, a couple of students at school. And he stands up for her brother. And, like, it's just this... In front of the whole school in cafeteria. In front of the whole school cafeteria. And it's really this amazing scene. Because, again, he's too well, nice for everyone. He, he is amazing in this scene. Let's recap that quickly, this this cafeteria <laughs> bullying scene. Because um, it made me want to vomit. Then it still <laughs> makes me want to vomit. Now, what these two bullies are doing to pick on this kid was one of them tore out his own pubic hair, yeah. put it on a pizza, yeah. and we're going to make him eat it. Yeah. So Freddie Prince Jr. now forces the two bullies to eat the pube pizza. Which yeah, it's hard to watch. That's it's still hard to much, watch, guys. It's still hard to watch as an adult. I did read that it was actually like corn silk like the corn you know the little hairs on the on corn on the cob so that made me Whatever. feel moderately better but i was like oh still oh, still so gross no that's so gross but he does stand up for the kid and he knows his name now because he didn't earlier yeah and you could see laney is like oh yeah he's winning her over now let's talk about paul walker's character dean <sighs> okay because this is where dean is more of an ass hat than you could possibly have imagined. This feels so pretty believable though, because he's now yeah. like angry that it went from being this like bet where he was trying to humiliate his friend for being popular and cool. Like he that was the goal, right? He was trying to make him. And now this girl stupid. is popular. And now this she's girl nominated is, for yeah. prom queen. She yeah. fits in with their friend group yeah. mostly. Um, <laughs> Give or take. Well, minus Taylor. And um and he's a little bit jealous, I think. Like he, so they after soccer practice, he starts ragging on. They're on the soccer team, varsity yeah. soccer. He's ragging on Zach, saying like, "Oh, like you want to get back with, ta- uh, with uh, Taylor? You like?" And you could see Zach just doesn't want to give in and let his obviously evil friend know that he's really into Lainey and he's upset that he upset her. Yeah. Um, but, and they, also they have the nerdiest little locker room fight. I'm like, it was a light shove. <laughs> Which, I'm like, it's supposed to be this big locker room fight and I'm like, that's not what really happens. Because okay, no one a little is little shove like, and then everybody's like, nah! <laughs> No one is really like, even, I mean, Paul Walker does some horrible things later, but, but up until this point, yeah. no one is like overtly mean. In this movie, like, even, like, Taylor's, no, like, is... moment is, like, light for what actually happens. And, like, compared to the actual yeah. reality of high school, how, like, oh, all yeah. these oh. characters are acting, you're well, like, oh, wow, all right, that feels easier. Like, than what you would, yeah. what you would think would actually happen. So, so, Dean now, he's decided, he basically calls Zach out and says, like, hey, she looks like a little pocket rocket or whatever gross thing he said in the movie he's like uh are you you know are you trying to sleep with that are you mixing pleasure with business and he's like no absolutely not it's just a bet and in that moment it's like zach just wanted to get dean's attention off of her yeah but then dean took it as like oh green light i'm gonna go try and hit on her yeah and uh and he does and he he lies to her several times. He goes, shows up to her work, asks her to prom. She says flat out no, because she's done with these people. And he he's like, well, don't expect Zach to ask you because he's still in love with Taylor and you were just a distraction. She's single now. And she mm. believes him, which I'm like. Well, she doesn't. Oh. 
she kind of she question she questions it, and then it's not until later Lately. when he she <laughs> she questions it, and then it's not until later when the three of them are face to face where she call like he calls out the bet and she realizes that it's a bet and then she agrees to go with him like to to prom so it well his ex-girlfriend taylor so this scene they're setting up for prom so they're decorating for prom yeah and she's off you could see dean is flirting with laney and taylor's like in zach's ear like oh you know uh it's like i don't think she's available anymore and then when he basically goes and tells dean like what are you doing and he's like, well, you didn't, like, I asked her to prom. You didn't. And he's like, Lainey, I thought we were going together. And he's like, why would she go with you? It was just a bet to you. Yeah. So, but she Which is how, how yes. she finds like, out. Yeah, exactly. She had not said yes to go with Dean at that point. She does yeah. after because she's horrified and, well, and angry. And she whatever. actually never, I don't think she ever says yes. He just shows up at her <laughs> door when she That's decides true. she's not going to prom. That is true. She decides that she's just not going to go to prom. Yeah, I... I do. That was actually the most disappointing scene in the movie. She's downstairs. She's working on her art. You can see her art's evolving. She's working on art with her mom. Yeah. And dad comes down. Amazing father-daughter moment. Makes yeah, me tear up again, every time. Best character in the movie. He's just like the so, nicest yes. person. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, you know, somebody's waiting for you upstairs. I really think you should just be a kid and go to prom. And, I know, and you're so like, she Yay! runs up the stairs and we're like, Zach's there and it's Dean. I was like, shit (laughs) you're like get out of the way yeah i know it i know and then if there's a moment where you're like it's okay like zach like you know zach will i don't know i zach will save her from all of this and i kind of love that he really doesn't like he like yeah she saves herself again throughout this entire movie like not only does she save herself but also like zach is like knows that he has hurt her and instead of showing up and begging for her back or trying to explain he yeah. gives her space and he goes he to takes prom his, with his sister, sister which is incredible like again doc, doc is hanging out in the comments and so is uh so is kate hey, if, doc. You, if you. you ever want to hang out with us on the on the live chat we'd love to have people in our live studio audience but doc is like sucky stackhouse is in this movie which she yeah. totally is anna paquin does such an incredible job in this role as the like amazing snarky fantastic younger sister and everything about her yeah. is just fantastic but i she calls her brother on a shit she steers him in the right path like but i just yeah, yeah i love that sister. he he doesn't like aggressively macho guy fight to win her back. He's like, Oh, I screwed up. I'm going to give her space. Like, he owns she it, wants, yeah. yeah, she wants to go with Dean to prom. Fine. Like, I like, he just lets her, lets her do that. And I mean, it ends up obviously being a disaster, but it, but yeah, she, she saves herself. <laughs> so she, for the listeners who haven't necessarily seen the movie or don't remember it, cause we haven't seen it in a while. Um, at prom, her best friend Jesse, who's a guy, overhears in the men's washroom that Dean is going to make history at this hotel and take, uh, he's going to take Lainey to a hotel after prom and he's basically going to take her virginity, is what he's implying, yeah. um, to all of his friends. Yeah, it's right. And <laughs> good on his friends. They're like, screw you. Lady's not going to give it up to you. You're an idiot. You yeah. know, and they walk off. But then Jesse runs. So he he incidentally meets Anna Paquin uh, McKenzie. Her character's name is yeah. McKenzie at this prom. And they have an instant connection because they're like, I love this. This is my favorite song. And they're like, oh, 
Um, <laughs> we just fall in love? They had a cute little moment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, a little meet cute. And uh, he, so he runs to her and is like, oh my God, we have to get Zach because what's Dean took Lainey and he, he might hurt her is basically what everybody's worried about. Can we just talk though about what a weird move this was? I think this is the one part of the movie that I like, yeah. it's cute, but I also just don't get it because in this moment, right? So, so the, the sister and the best friend find out that Lainey is in this bad situation, right? Like dangerous, bad yeah. situation. Like clearly. Yeah. Very rapey vibes. Very yeah. rapey vibes, right? Like clearly not. Okay. Lainey is still at the dance at that point. And Zach is like in the process of, so in the background of all of this, yeah. Zach, there's the whole notion of prom king and queen, which again is like yes. very weird to me. Not a thing at my school. But anyway, I, it's, they, it's but an American about, movie thing. <laughs> exactly. They're about to be crowned. So they go, they like, they go to try to get to his Zach. attention while he's on stage being crowned. And I was like, why wouldn't you just go to Lainey? Or a teacher, or like I get it. I get that it's like supposed to be this any big chaperone moment, or adult like, in the room. Yeah, so many the, other options. Call nine one one, or ju- like, or just go right directly to Lainey, who's literally standing right there, and they like run past her and are like yelling at Zach, which would make sense. I feel like if... she was being led out at the time. Like okay. she is there when Taylor gets. <laughs> So Zach is prom king. He's yeah. now prom king. She loses prom queen she loses prom to Taylor. Queen. Yeah. And they make a big deal. Like the principal makes a big deal. Like, oh, this is the closest it's ever been. It was yeah. almost 50-50. And, and she being Lainey, being the really good person, she's like, you know, the, the person who deserved to win won. And I'm really happy about it. Yeah. And But that's when they're walking out. Yeah. So it is possible maybe they just couldn't find her you know because she's at the back of the i feel the... like they would have had to run like basically like, I don't know. shove her out of the way so that they can go and get zach so it can be this grand moment and then zach doesn't save her from this like i mean well, you know what about this is that. he does so they show him in his car he's driving he's on his cell phone um back in the day we used to be able to drive and talk on our cell phones at the same time that was yeah, not was a technical offense but it is now <laughs> Yeah. We didn't have problems with them, but anyways, so <laughs> he, he um he's calling different hotels and saying like, is so and so booked in at this hotel? Is so and so booked in at this hotel? And then you think he's gonna find her, but then it flashes to like the scene cuts to her house, and her dad and her brother are watching TV, and then Lainey walks in and you see she's fine, and her dad's like, how was it? And it's like, oh good, and you. Zach is there. He's waiting for her. Yeah. And I love that because I'm like, he had faith that she could take care of herself. He had, he believed in her. He knew her well enough. Like he knows her. He knows she can take care of herself. So instead of freaking out and going all macho crazy, I have problems handling my emotions. He actually just went to her house and it's like, she will come home at some point and I will deal with whatever happens, you know, but like, I know she'll be safe because she can take care of herself. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's pretty it's just pretty super epic. rare. Like that did not happen ever <laughs> at that time. I literally wrote I literally wrote down like, notes back and forth. I was like, Lainey's dad is amazing. She saves herself. Yes. That's badass. And then the yeah. last the last most like epic moment, I think, and I think I have I think I have a meme for it. Hang on. Sorry, sorry people listening. Oh my camera switches back. One sec. I'm gonna get there, guys. <laughs> I'm having all well, kinds Katie of Well, Katie got her little go. meme, her gif up, but yeah. um, she disappeared for a bit. Yeah, there we go. She's so back. 
I love this one this one line. So they they at the end of this, they're reunited again. She's like she saved herself. They're they're together. And they he have this, explains. Yeah. He explains ex- what happened. He explains, he explains his feelings. He talks through his emotions. Yeah, he talks through his Bravo. emotions. <laughs> they have this like beautiful moment. They're out like by the pool because her dad is a pool guy. So they have this beautiful moment. He turns on the lights because he's the world's best. All the little fairy lights and the rose bushes around the pool. Very beautiful. And she says they're dancing and it's this beautiful romantic moment. She's got the best lines throughout this entire movie. She just calls everything (laughs) like it is. But she says, I feel just like Julia Roberts and Pretty Woman, you know, except for the whole hooker thing. (laughs) I just love her. I like it. Actually, (laughs) there is one line in this movie and in my notes, I'm like, I still don't get it. (laughs) That she says in this scene. So he's like, um, can I have the last dance? Because, you know, prom's over. He missed most of his prom. She oh, left prom early. Yeah. So, and then she's like. She says, no, you can have all the first. No, or... you can have the first dance. I'm like, what? I don't understand. Because oh, she, she danced at the prom. Did she? I don't remember. Yeah, she, she did. did. Yeah. Because his sister is like, hey, just go cut in. And he's like, oh, no. He's all shy about it, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, I don't get that line. Somebody can explain it to me. The fact that it needs explaining, I don't think. But otherwise, her lines are amazing. It, the I whole mean, Julia was, Roberts line is amazing. It was basically irrelevant after the Julia Roberts lines. So I was just like, yeah, really. at that point, it, I was like, yay, yay. <laughs> and finally, they kiss, which is like, yay. Yeah, and finally, they. It was kiss. a good kiss. It was a good kiss. Yeah. They had good it's... chemistry, very good chemistry. And then we finally find out at the very end, like which which completed the movie for Dane because the whole movie long yeah. he was just like, why is this a bet? Well, There's what's no the way bet? To... Yeah, what's the bet? <laughs> what is the bet, Katie? But yeah, finally we get to the absolute end of the movie and you find out that the loser of the bet, which I like, I I guess like if he ha- if he had I guess if he had pulled off, Paul Walker would have been the loser. I'm like feels like weird, but anyway, the loser has to go to graduation ceremony completely naked, which. I just love as an ending to this. <laughs> you don't, you which I'm like, okay. Anything. Naked Freddie Prince Jr., which you don't see him naked. You just see, like, the top of his torso. You don't even see nipples because he has his, like, Bella Victorian thing yeah, around his uh It's like a PG, shoulders. maybe PG-13 movie. But, but she, yeah. he throws the ball that's covering himself back Yeah, he was her. holding a soccer ball mm-hmm. um, over his dignity, I suppose. And then he kicks the ball to her. And she catches yeah. it and blushes. Very cute. Doc must so love this one because it's real Doc, football and he said, not football football. <laughs> yeah, right? Okay, yeah. I I actually wrote as a comment in this, I'm like, I love this high school focused not on American style football as like its main sport. Like, I yeah. love when teen movies are like, you know, soccer, lacrosse, <laughs> like a <laughs> random like, That's really cool. I enjoyed that. Um, oh, Doc so, says first uh, dance is in wedding. Maybe it's first dances and wedding. That makes sense to me. I would it not does have now that make movie, more but it sense. Makes, it makes more sense. Yeah. But it needed explaining. It needed explaining. I maybe I'm just a little, you know, slow sometimes. That's okay. <laughs> You're not alone. Okay, so one of the things I only noticed rewatching it this week mm-hmm. in the movie when um, Taylor is campaigning for prom queen okay there's a couple of cute like prom queen campaigning moments in the movie mm-hmm. um and it, she's like just full-on rich person throwing money at the problem like free lattes on taylor vote for taylor and like okay. giving out swag bags to people 
And in the swag bag, we see somebody pulls out, it's an autographed picture of Hanson. Yeah. Taylor and Zach are in Hanson. Yeah. The characters' names are Taylor and Zach. Yeah. I just got that. Yeah, I, I would not have got 20, that. 20, 30, how many years later? I just got that. <laughs> I would never have got that at the time because, and those of you who know us well know that we were way, 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 way more into the Canadian equivalent of Hanson, also known as the Moffat. The Moffat. So, Props yeah, we to just. The we, Love you guys still. I mean, always forever. We can sing and we can sing Umbop, but we don't choose to. <laughs> yeah, Umbop is a bop. I love it. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, they were not our jam in high schools, per se. <laughs> Doc is making fun of the fact that I didn't know Chico and the Man was Freddie's dad. I admitted that. I admitted right? this. I admitted my Freddie embarrassing, totally racist and inappropriate feelings um, on last oh. week's episode of The Flow. Um, oh, wait. I have an O moment in this. Gabrielle Union says to Zach, thanks, Poppy. She called him Poppy. How do you know he's not Latino? How did you not know he wasn't Latino? Or he is Latino. Like, I feel like at Katie the time, thinks- I would not have even noticed that because I'm just, yeah, no, I don't know. She I, called I him didn't, Poppy. I didn't, I didn't notice that rewatching it and I did not notice that, I don't think initially. But I do because in my notes are like, ha ha, Katie. <laughs> For those of you who are who have no idea what's going on, um, Natalie yeah. and I, while we were in person together watching I Know What You Did Last Summer, um, we had a, a, a hilarious discussion because I had watched, yeah. both of us had watched Freddie Prince Jr. come back to movies. <laughs> with, with yes, his, he's like, out one, of retirement. Out of retirement with this one absolutely wonderful Hallmark-style Christmas movie where it's like Loved an it. all, all Latino, all Spanish cast, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. But he stuck out like a sore thumb to me because he just looks so incredibly white to me. And he's not. We all know he's not, except for me. But most of us know he's not. But his I last was... name is Prince. Yeah, with no, a I just said. No, his last name is Junior, Natalie. All right. His last name is Junior. Yeah. I uh, I embarrassingly did not know that that he was you know what the weird part about it is, is that I knew all of those facts separately, but he just yes. looks so white to like me. Like his father one. is a famous Yeah. Latino yes. personality and like, I singer, know, I believe, right? I know of his father. Like, I can visualize his father. Like, yes. I know of his father. I know, like, I know the whole horrible story. I know everything about... Yeah. But I, but I, I just, like, and I didn't... And I know his last name is Prince. He is... Junior, but I didn't... Yeah, I just... He is, that. I think, I've heard the term... Uh, he's white presenting. Like, he... he yeah, and he he's half... He is half white. He's half like, Italian, his mom right? is. said. We looked it up. Is it Italian or Irish? I think it was. Uh, I think his mom was, was maybe Italian Irish. It's something. Anyway, so he is. <laughs> we're just, he we're is. Just gonna offend, I'm going to offend like, every possible culture. I like. I'm not one to talk. It was my stupidity. <laughs> I apologize to the Hispanic community. You know what though, Katie? You're not alone. My sister-in-law, same thing. She's like, "What do you mean he's Latino?" I'm like. <laughs> Am I the only person who always thought he was Latino? Like, I feel like I knew, Apparently. but it just was so distinct in this movie because everyone else in this movie were not white presenting. And so he just really yes. stood out. And like, like the cast was absolutely fantastic. But to see him with this like tiny, adorable woman that was supposed to be his mother. And I was like, nah, <laughs> and I just like really, I had a hard time with the, with the entire thing. But anyway, yeah. hilariously. I, yeah, I made fun of it, and Doc is making fun of me for it now in the live chat. But in really horribly Great. sad news, this She's All That actually came out 
like it premiered the premiere and the premiere party was on the anniversary of Freddie Prince's death. So Freddie Prince Jr. actually like had oh. the most horrific experience with this movie and does not that... has not rewatched it. So I think he only has seen they it. They couldn't wait like a day. I know. Isn't that horrible? Like what? he apparently went to the premiere, but he Oof. says that he doesn't remember like hardly anything about it. Yeah. Which is horrible because this movie in many ways like made him a superstar. So I like it. Yeah. It, yeah, I just felt really, really bad about that. So sorry to tell a really funny, oh. hopefully funny story and then flip it to a really incredibly depressing yes. story. But yeah, kind of a weird, like weird choice as far as things go. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess like, what are you going to do? They probably have to book those slots way far out, but. Well, somebody in production didn't do their job. Okay. Yeah. But like they should have checked on that. Yeah. feels like you probably. Could I saw in a reunion, it. Rachel, like recently, Rachel Lake Cook, um, and, like, and, or gave credence to there was this rumor at the time that her and Freddie Prince Jr. were at one point goofing around on set wearing Little Kim's wigs because oh. she always famously had like bright colored hair, kind of pre Nicki Minaj with yeah. the fun hair. Wow, it's funny. The second and you said she, that, I was like, like Nicki Minaj. <laughs> yeah, and she and she was like, I really hope Kim isn't watching this right now, but it's true. We absolutely were running around set with her wigs on. <laughs> I love that. That's so cute. Oh, I love it. Oh, well, yeah. that that wraps. That was, She's all yeah. that. And I and Tom just came and hung out with us in live chat. Hi, hey, Tom. Tom. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. It's always more fun with a live studio audience. So if you're listening to this right now, thank you for listening to it. But if you want to hang with us, we are live every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern over on YouTube. Or if you are listening on your favorite podcast player and you want to see my video camera fail a bunch of times in this one you should totally <laughs> swing over the replay is always available um on youtube if you want to watch the whole video or if you want to catch us live you are always welcome but if you're new to our show then you don't know what our next fun part is we've just gone through a whole synopsis of the movie and, <laughs> and everything and fun is, facts and fun facts I, there weren't as many fun facts of this movie as i as other movies that we've done there were like only a few so we covered all of them in just the synopsis, but I was amazed at how. But next up is our potato review, as I'm calling it. <laughs> how many our, Christian, our Christian Slater? Our, how, our, many, how many Christian Taters? Spud Slater, Christian Tater. Either Spud works. Slater, Christian Tater. And yeah. uh, we're not going to give you the story behind that because we've said it in other episodes and we'll say it in future episodes. But, you know, you got to yeah. watch in the future or catch a replay episode in order to hear the story. But here we Basically, go. We... I'm in love with Kristen Slater, which seems <laughs> obvious to me, but seems yeah. like everyone should be. But the uh, everybody should be. We are heading up here to our potato review, so we disagreed a little bit. So we did. We did. So here, yep. are we ready? One, two, yep. three. <laughs> and my camera totally is going to be broken. We have so four. And Katie a gave it. <laughs> yeah, Katie gave it gave it five taters, and I gave it four taters. Yeah. 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 And, and why do you think four? I, I'm curious on your four. Okay, because there are, obviously, we love teen movies, ones mm -hmm. that we grew up with. Mm -hmm. There are a few that I can quote back-to-back, cover-to-cover. Yep. This is not one of them. Well, that's fair. I think I've seen this movie three times. Four. Three. That's it. I And I, it's good. It's really good. Freddie Prince Jr. is very easy to fall in love with. Rachel Lee Cook being ugly is absurd. <laughs> Um, I, this is not, this is not my favorite high school movie. There are others. 
I, I it's only because I don't know it by heart. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know it entirely by heart. Oh my goodness! So Tom, yes, Tom, Tom said, pump up the volume. Yes, that pump is up the my vo- pump up the volume. Yes. Might have to be next. Actually, it's it's on the it's certainly on the list. We have been that's asked to one do one of the movies I know by heart. <laughs> we have to do uh, Usual Suspects because we got that as a write in, and so we need to oh, yes. do that one. But yeah, maybe we do pump up the volume next. It is yes, Doc. Doc said it's one of his all-time favorites. Yes, it is. I would agree. My favorite line is when the fit hits the shan. I say it all the time. When the fit hits the shan. I I think She's All That is in my top 10. So I'm willing to give it like four and a half to five. Five. It's an unquestionable five for you, Katie. Let's live your truth. But then, you know what? But I feel that almost every movie is going to be a five for me until we get into the adult ones. All of the teen ones are just so wonderfully nostalgic for me that I just can't help myself. Yeah. <laughs> like, but five. Well, there are adult nostalgic movies. True. They're true. They're we'll go through. Clue. Yeah. Clue is on my list, too. Clue. Oh, or Braveheart, don't tell me you don't cry for the first 25 minutes of that movie every time. I do. Time. I'm kind of scared yeah. of the adult ones because I, I've been living in this <sighs> world of, like, not like at movies as escapism and some of the my favorite adult <laughs> movies are like movies like that are have feels <laughs> i don't know if i can yeah feels. Uh, oh, oh yeah there are a lot of feels coming down this vhs club <laughs> doc says that you're brutal you see you know i, I, I like how yeah. are, is everyone feeling though because if you if you're listening you can't see this but we we agreed to disagree on this one so we put yes four christian taters at the top and then my one lone Christian tater. <laughs> nope, this way. I can never I never do it right this way here next to me. Um yeah. You know, now that you say that, I'm like, okay, so next up, Tom, on our list. So I think I think we will. We'll do pump up the volume next week. Yeah. I keep looking at the wrong camera. Pump up the volume next week. And then uh hackers is really high on our list as well. <sighs> That's we another to, one I know by heart. To do hackers Spoiler. the week after. <laughs> and then and then probably usual suspects. And then yeah. And Doc did point out the only ick I have with the usual suspects because it is a phenomenal movie. So it was good. one of those where nobody saw the ending coming. It's so good. But and it kind of has an ick factor now it. because of of Voldemort, we'll call I him. I know. I know. You know what? We'll just we'll, like we're gonna do it anyway, and we'll just we will. We'll just we'll rename him. <laughs> we'll just rename him for the episode. We'll be like, and we're gonna be talking about a lot of actors. This one we're gonna call Poop. <laughs> yeah yeah doc's like matt lillard yeah, yeah it continues our matt on matt lillard I, theme I, wing commander we could do wing commander if we want to keep it up with freddie prince jr oh, and matt lillard because uh lillard, yeah. love them yeah yeah good. it so, was yeah, a terrible move decide. but it was so bad i still loved it <laughs> Absolutely. so bad absolutely oh doc knows oh. hackers by heart okay doc well you'll have to come on for the hackers doc, episode then. you are like just the in hawaii version of me let's yeah, yeah. you are hawaii gotta be good <laughs> Montreal Nat's real angry that there's a Hawaii Nat because she feels just like ripped off at this tournament. I, I am, for the listeners, um, I am a very, very pale person and I would love to be in Hawaii. Yeah. The fact that I live on a small island that has precipitation all year round, basically. <sighs> yeah. I am so white that I check see through on my ethnicity <laughs> box, okay? Like, it, that's. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you did it. All right, gang. You wasted another hour with us hanging out here on the VHS Club. 
If you want to continue listening to us, you can catch past episodes on YouTube. You can find us at the VHS Club. If you want to catch us on Instagram to watch ridiculous clips of all of these episodes, you can find us at VHS the VHS Club Pod. If you just go VHS Club, you'll find a wonderful other account, but it's not us. Yes. <laughs> if you want to email us, you can grab our email address from the description here on YouTube, or you can listen to us wherever your favorite podcast player is. Um, and we record live in front of a studio audience. We now have a few people in our studio audience, which I'm very excited about. You can join our studio audience every single Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern, uh, unless we change the date or time. But for now, it's Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern. You know, that's how we yep. have an audience. So, yeah, we'll see you again next Thursday, okay. Matt. We'll see you, Tom, see you next Doc, time. and Kimberly, and Luis, and the whole live studio audience crew. Thanks for hanging out with us. And also shout out to Joanne and Emma, who will be listening at a later date. Love you guys. (laughs) And yes, Doc (laughs) pointed out that if I was in Hawaii, I would probably burn. Um, I yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I'll get freckles. She would have a fantastic. My 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 version of a tan is when my freckles start getting closer together. Mm -hmm. It's like yeah, I would definitely go lobster shade at that point. But yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. Uh, So until next week, guys. Until next week. Bye, everyone.